Well met, friends. My name is Adam, and this is the Get Pipe Podcast, where we love to pipe. And today, well, as always, I'm joined by my good friend Nick, aka the producer guy. Nick, some man. Hey, Adam. How you doing, brother? Doing good. Feeling good. Good. I said good. 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 How are you grid. feeling? I am doing really well, man. Yep, I'm. I'm feeling well. Work was good. Today, seen some Christmas you know. lights in the background. Yeah, of course, of course. And there's, I, you're gonna hate this. Uh, I'm gonna move my camera real quick. I'm assuming just it's just the tree. Show. Yeah, yeah, it's the tree. Mm, it's interesting. Tree. Are you but having people over <laughs> for Thanksgiving? Oh, no, we're well. We had a friendsgiving, and it was all up. And it was oh, I mean, it was at your house. Yeah, it was at my house, and all that it. was up. It was. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I know. But we yeah. are not hosting anyone for actual Thanksgiving. So, but arguably it might be worse that it was. Yeah, it was not even Thanksgiving. And not even I Thanksgiving. Told, and- I don't know if I talked about this last week. But I'm just going to say it again because I got a lot of thoughts on my head. But, you know, Get Wife was asking, when can we decorate? And I was like, if we're having people over for Thanksgiving, no. But if we're not, yeah. then I'm cool with it. Yeah. And yeah. we're not. So I'm cool with it, but we haven't done it. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm we're like, we're extremists. Like this was kind of like on the, like a whim in a way where we're just like, yeah, we got some time. The kids love it. Or at least, you know, our, our son who's old enough to like do stuff. And uh, yeah, we got lights up outside. There's a bunch of houses in our neighborhood that have lights up. Um, There's a, I think that, yeah. There's this Alo it's called Aloha Aloha Zoo. Aloha okay. Safari Zoo. What a weird combo okay. with both Safari, Aloha, and then in North Carolina. <laughs> but uh it's it's like this, you know, you you go down this trail, you you're in your car kind of thing, and you're driving along the road yeah. and all the deer come up and all the animals and goats and donkeys and whatever, and you can feed them and whatever. it's actually kind of a cool cool thing. It's pretty much massively free range, like tons of cows and, you know, there's no like predators and prey kind of thing. It's all right, neutral, right. you know, animals or whatever. But um, they went crazy hard. I'm talking day after October 31st. So November 1st, uh, they started decorating <laughs> for Christmas. And at first I was like, oh, that's a little soon. Still got Thanksgiving. But then once I saw like the completed product, which took them weeks it, it yeah. was like okay, that makes sense. You can't, you don't do that for thirty days. You got it or thirty one days. You got to do that for a long time. And yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to post some pictures uh, on the the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club for the folks who are interested in. I haven't got any, but we're totally going to do it because it's insane, like crazy. So many lights. Yeah, we have a uh, we have a botanical gardens. It's actually like one of the main things to visit in our city, and uh, it's they do the million bulb walk type of thing. So. It's a beautiful gardens, first of all. Like if you're in Norfolk, Virginia at all, or Virginia Beach or in the area, definitely recommend going to the Norfolk Botanical Gardens. It's literally right by the airport. So if you're kind of staying in that area, great, worth it. Uh, But what's super worth it is the Million Bulb Walk or whatever they call it. It's hosted by, you know, the power company in Virginia. And like they, same sort of thing, spend weeks doing it. And you actually walk through it. And it's so kid friendly, great trails and paths during COVID. They actually did the drive, a drive through one. So that was cool. But we, you know, the past, I think two years we've walked it and it's been awesome. 
it's been awesome. But yeah, other than that, man, uh, in the pipe and uh, cigar sphere, because we're we're kind of breaking into cigars here now. A lot, a lot of it's it's just the ease of smoking cigars that makes it so useful. Like I just had some or on the fr- friendsgiving i you know gave a couple cigars the little ones to some buddies so it was they were like we're all kind of sitting around and you know it was a little later especially with everyone has young kids i was like you guys gonna be around for like 20 or 30 minutes you want to just smoke a, a quick cigar they're like hell yeah and then literally right after i said that uh one of my buddy's wives was like so uh who's gonna do the dishes <laughs> and i was like we aren't because it's my house and I'll do them later. Um, so yeah, we went outside and smoked a cigar. And I think uh, one of the, one thing that came out of this is I decided on my own that I was going to get them some pipes for the next time I see them. And uh, our good friend, Ben, Ben Smith from Redeem Pipes, AKA Ultralight Lunter. He hooked me up with some, uh, some good unsmoked briars and super excited. Should have shipped out today as of time of recording and um i should definitely have them by the the next time that you know i see them which i think is in december and uh gonna give them each tin of tobacco or you know something i have lying around and damn yeah and i was showing them my collection and just having them sniff some tin sniff some stuff i had kind of cellared in my little mason jar type things and it was just really cool one of the guys was like yeah i had a corn cob pipe but i don't know what i did with it the other guy was like yeah just he actually lived in nicaragua nicaragua for some time so he was big into the cigar scene meaning like he smoked them every once in a while not like fully understanding it but yeah it was really dude cool. i would say the amount of people who tell me they used to or had or owned a corn cob pipe is very surprisingly high. Like, yeah. The amount of pipe smokers is very small, but the amount of people I've talked to in my life, they're like, yeah, I got, I'm, I got to actually have a corn cob somewhere or something. And I don't know if they have any tobacco or if they even tried it, but, but many, many times when people tell me, uh, or when I tell people I I'm a like pipe smoker, I, I hear that. It's such an easy thing to be like, maybe you've had a few beers and you're with buddies or something. You're like, let's get corn cob pipes. But it's you like, where, where, one. you know what I mean? Like you would have, it's probably like, from like know? a gas station or some kind of yeah, that's fair. Walgreens that's fair. or something. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it's so easy to get them online nowadays. I don't know. Yeah, but, but it's I, like, feel, I feel like what, nowadays no one's going to go, yeah, no one's going to go on a whim and just buy a corn cob pipe that isn't into, yeah. into smoking. Like, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Even if you're a cigar guy, I mean, maybe if you're kind of into cigar, I don't know. But crazy that you brought up, uh, you know, Pipes for Redeem Pipes, because I also did the exact same thing without telling you. Because, hey! you know, I don't know. It just didn't. That's that's funny. I actually. Wait, you I, bought me some pipes? No, 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 not for you. Because it's funny. I almost made that joke to you when you were talking about it. But I was like, maybe I'll hold that joke because it's not funny. But then there you go with that joke that I thought was. Not. But no, no, no. Seriously, I am. Um, Actually, just two weeks ago, last week, something like that, I had messaged him, and I, I have a good friend of mine who is uh, going through a pretty tough time. Um, you know, just just some like family things that went on, and and uh, he was one of the folks that I would go to the famous Doyle's Public House. I'm, we're gonna do, you know, how the Country oh. Squire did their live 500th episode. We got to do our 500th Ours. episode live at, at Doyle's Public House in at Washington. Every, everyone, start planning. Count the days. Count the weeks. Yeah. Whenever 500 is, that's when it's going to be uh, in Tacoma, <laughs> Washington. Get your tickets. You know, 
nine years away from now or <laughs> but yeah. but you know we would go there all the time and, and that's no secret to you guys and he he was of that group and every now and then we'd go outside and i'd of course smoke my pipe some dudes would be you know smoking some butts or something and uh you know but i'd always have my pipe and sometimes cigars would be around but uh you know as a goodbye kind of gift or actually routinely i would give them pipes and tobacco uh, or they would just kind of use one of my extra pipes or whatever. But three or four times I gave them all pipes, uh, ones that I didn't really use anymore. Um, but there was, there was, it was a group of four. So it was me and then the three others. Now, two of them were more into to pipes. Uh, one was very, very interested and wanted to get into it. The other one was just slightly below that. Um, and then there was the third one. And it's my buddy who, you know, who just happened to be going through a hard time. Uh, but yeah. at the, I mean, this was a year ago, two years ago. So this, Everything was all fine and dandy, but I just knew he wasn't super into it. So I would give him the corn cob, right? Just because I knew the value of a briar would go further with someone who values smoking pipes um, as opposed to a cob. And that's not to say, like, I just knew he wouldn't ever smoke it without me kind of thing. And then, so that was the first decision. And then the second time I gave them pipes, it was something similar where I was like, ah, oh, you know, I'll, I'll give I'll give this dude um, a, one of my cobs is a good cob. He'll He'll think this is a pretty cool pipe um and then on the second time <laughs> he was like wait a minute why do i keep getting the corn cobs <laughs> and i like i didn't think about it that way i was just like oh, i don't know dude it's you know um so my the third time when did he actually said, say that though yeah 100 percent. he's like because he was like <laughs> okay. why do i why do they have the cool I, wooden ones yeah so I wasn't sure if that was like hyperbole or like, no, no, no. He, he legitimately, and that's why it was funny. So the third time I awesome. deliberately gave him another corn cob and I was like, dude, this one is calling to you. And he's like, I don't even want this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, really funny. That's but awesome. that being said, um, of course, with things being a little bit rough and, you know, just the, the trials and tribulations of life, um, you know, I wanted to give him like a nice little, uh, kind of like a, a way cooler postcard from Ireland since we would be at the Irish mm. pub just crushing pints of Guinness. So when we were in Ireland, I got him like a nice little, you know, couple uh, like we dram trials, like the little, what are they called? Nips yeah. of like yeah, some, some very quality whiskey. So he could try a bunch of Irish whiskeys. I got him like a, you know, a little Guinness shot glass. It's very beautifully made. Um, you know, a couple, a couple things like that. And uh, I wanted to get him a pipe. I wanted to get him a real briar pipe. So I reached out to Ben uh, well, actually, at first I went to the Peterson storefront and they have Irish uh, seconds. So it's the only place is the storefront that you can get Irish seconds. And that's basically some kind of flaw in the in the pipe that that isn't worth um, the, the shop to sell. They got to they got to redo that order so that that or excuse me, not the shop. Uh, Peterson as a as a company. So if someone orders right. smoking pipes, orders X amount of pipes, if one happens to slip through. And at the fi final uh, grading and approval, they're like, nope, this is going to be a second. It will go to the storefront. So that's the only time the storefront okay. doesn't, quote, order pipes. Um, they get these seconds. And they are marked. They're branded Irish seconds. Only place you get it is, is the storefront. So I was like, that's you cool. know, I, I, let me get him one of those. Like, he won't know what that means. He won't know that that's, quote, lesser. He's just going to appreciate the gift. Because um, I'm not trying to spend, like, you know, $150 on a, a beautiful Peterson for someone... To be honest, it's just, it's just going to sit on a shelf and it's just going to be, oh, thank you. Yeah. It means so much to me. But, you know, when I can get that exact same, you know, feeling from another pipe, you know, a cheaper one. 
So unfortunately, their second start, I think at like $77, I believe, uh, USD kind of thing. Like they're still, you know, quality stuff. They don't don't sell bad things. But I was like, I'm going to go a different route. So that's when I reached out to to Ben. I was like, hey, man, this is what I'm thinking. Um, Let's get a Peterson that looks damn brand new, like that no one could, someone who just never smoked a pipe would never know. Um, You know, borderline, if I looked at it, I probably wouldn't know that it was, was smoked or unsmoked kind of thing. And... Yeah, I ended up getting a, a nice little bent, uh, smooth um, um, pipe from from him, and he's probably he probably shipped those out the same day, to be honest, which is crazy that he didn't bring it up. But uh, yeah, very funny that that we both kind of went to him and, and awesome. looked for some some pipes for some some friends. And I even I was honest. I was like, Ben, give me the thing that might be hard for you to sell, just because it's like a eh, it's a pipe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's there's plenty plenty of cooler Peterson pipes when people are looking for Pete's, but you know as long as it says Peterson of Ireland and, uh, you know, looks brand new, you know, it, I think it'll go a long way. And I, I mean, I spent more than the $77 to be honest, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it, it, it felt a lot better to get it from, you know, a good friend, you know, and, and help a, a small business kind of thing. So yeah, I'm excited to, to ship out that little package to him and it's going to be a little, you know, postcard from, from Ireland, just way cooler. Yeah. And, and that's the thing that I was, I was going to mention earlier is like, the customer service you get from Redeem Pipes, and this is not sponsored in any way. This is literally just like our experience with the human being that is Ben Smith, as well as the you know his little company that is mm-hmm. Redeem Pipes. Um, man, it's top notch. You know, you 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 will not walk away not smiling or not happy uh, at the experience you get. And uh, yeah, so I'm super excited. I mean, he's. Not too far from both of us, ultimately, so we'll probably get them eh, with the holidays coming up. Probably, you know, maybe this weekend or, or Friday or something. But yeah, anyways, s- still enough time to to do all this stuff, and it's great. I actually got uh, some. You'll you'll be you'll appreciate this. Uh, I got some hand rolled cigarette materials. You did it's, finally good. Yeah, finally Hell did. Yeah. So I'm gonna need to get a good shag cut. Um, kind of tobacco so you know a good friend of ours they uh they hand roll their their own cigarettes so he gave us a uh, little rundown in at the in the vegas pipe show and very excited to try them out just kind of those quick smokes you know even quicker than the kind of cigars that i have which are nice but sometimes i just literally just want a dart man and just you know just to kind of relax unwind you know, Dude, yeah, out. five five ten minutes with a cup of yeah. coffee that'd be great. Yeah, literally, and the, and like the, it's it's been such an interesting like way you know in the past couple of years of kind of reevaluating who I am as a smoker and like those five to ten minute cup of coffees, not even like having enough time to sit outside, just things and like it like having to reevaluate and realize that's who I am you know, at this point in this stage in life has been valuable for me to be like, okay, you know, I'll be able to do certain things at another time. But right now this is who I am and this is what I'm doing. And, you know, it's not going to be every day, might not even be every week, you know what I mean? But it's, it's, uh, it's fun. And and I've kind of found my, my niche lately and yeah, it's just been good. I haven't really been stressing about stuff. I haven't felt like a fraud, which is good. <laughs> no, that's good, man. But, yeah, I mean, I've I've been trying to do the same, but with cigars, trying to, you know, just figure out what works for me in the cigar world. Just because, yeah. dude, there are times where, and I just, I don't know, it's, 
I, some mornings I wake up, I want to smoke a cigar. Some mornings I wake up, I want to smoke a pipe. Some mornings that are like today with the past couple of days, I've been smoking a lot of pipes just because I've been traveling a lot. Uh, we're right. the way my work currently works, this new job that I got, we're in transition from one location to another on post. Uh, so it mm. is right now a lot of back and forth until we finally settle down. But I've just been crushing some morning pipes and, you know, yes, with 30 to 40 minute commute, sometimes that's two pipes, uh, like, you know, smaller bowl pipes. But by the end of the day, this is the worst when I've smoked too much throughout the day or on my lunch break where I don't want to smoke a pipe on the way home. That's a huge bummer. Uh, don't love that. But when it comes to uh, cigars, uh, I'm still trying to find time, you know, on the weekends, maybe like especially early in the morning when we when we get up and you know get that cup of coffee, sit outside when it's nice out. Uh, which ones work for me and which ones am I into? And I was talking about this in our, our Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club, our Discord, that I don't know. I've smoked probably 20-ish cigars over the past uh, six months or so. I mean, not not a ton at all. But I still know very little other than I'm definitely team Toscano now. Uh, I got a, an Heck awesome yeah. little trial pack. We both got trial packs from our good friend, um, Neil Osborne. And I, I, I made yeah. my way through... I think all of those, I think I got one left uh, and they were all pretty, pretty awesome. I have some notes on those, but outside of the Zascanos, man, I have uh, some random cigars that I'd be like, Oh, this looks cool. Oh, this is a Cuban. I'll, I guess I'll save that. Oh, this one is not a Cuban. I'll try that. And I just, they're all like, some are really, really good. I'm like, wow, that was awesome. And then I just forget about it. And like, I don't keep the, the, what do you call those rolls the or wrapper, the wraps or the, um, the binding binder? I don't know. These are all wrong. Yeah. The little, <laughs> the little brand. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> yeah, the the tag basically of what yes, it is. I actually tag. have a little. I have a mason jar. You're one of those of guys, kind of all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just yeah. I don't write anything. I just have them because a lot of people pretty. do that. Yeah. I mean, it's a cute little thing, but yeah, I don't do that. Um, and and that said, I once I start smoking the thing, I pretty much take it off. But yeah, I was I was smoking yeah. a cigar today. This one is the first one. This was my entry in. Uh, so these are, I'm, I'm I'm talking my thoughts through the, our little cigar hmm. channel. I say tastes like very earthy and red wine vinegar. No, no, with... no, no. Less about that. Like I'm not trying to get into journaling, <laughs> but I posted the photo oh, okay. of this. Uh, what's it called? Perdomo. Perdomo. Perdomos. That's people are like, oh, of course I know Perdomos. Yeah, I don't. Hmm, indubitably. And I said it's it, meaning it is <laughs> all right, but. Probably less than all right. <laughs> it's I. And then I talked about uh, how I was like, I need to start taking notes. Okay, starting with this one. Quote, nah. <laughs> you know, I, I, it was a ha, 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 Habano. Perdomo Habano. It was okay. Um, the, the ring gauge was really big, which I actually appreciated to like hold and even clench once it started to... Once, once they get a little moist, it's going to be a little bit gross, but you can start to like clench your teeth on it. It makes a little square rectangle thing. But other than that, man, it was not that tasty. So, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know what I like, but I now know that I need to start, um, you know, writing these things down. Uh, one one yeah. cigar I did like was, um, this not released yet, actually, eh, not yet, should be very, very soon, is the Plum Pudding yeah. Cigar. And that has, Ooh. you know, excellently loops back in pipes and tobacco, but... Uh, the Plum Pudding Cigar from uh, Seattle Pipe Club has a great story. Basically, they wanted to, you know, really push uh, the boundaries of the the Seattle Pipe Club and then start doing some cigar stuff because you know a lot of them you know, we're all tobacco people. But when they got their first sample, uh, mm. 
the president of Seattle Pipe Club was like, nope, not not good enough. Like, it's not plum pudding <laughs> enough. This just tastes like a cigar. Uh, like, it's got to be at least plum pudding -y. Makes sense. More plum pudding. So they go back to, like, the, the blending thing. I don't know what this process looks like. And they, they send some more out. And, uh, you know, Sutliff was, was putting these out. I mean, they work with Sutliff, right? They're, they're distributor and, you know, blender and all that stuff. And, um, you know, they were like, nope, still not good. And, you know, Sutliff is like, dude, these are good cigars. He's like, yeah, but they don't taste like plum pudding enough. Uh, so they finally have a, a they, they finally got to like the third iteration, which uh, to the Seattle Pipe Club standard is enough plum pudding E, um, which I, I tried it and it was it was good, man. Um, it's not plum pudding like you're not going to if you want plum pudding, you smoke plum pudding. But if you want a cigar <laughs> with some essence of plum pudding, you would go with the cigar. But that's rightfully produced, right? You don't you, it's like haunted bookshop. This was yeah, that, yeah, this yeah. is a hot take from me. Um, and I love, all, I love all of our friends across, you know, blending and, and tobacco and pipes, but, you know, just like how I, I was on a, you know, Ladisi for releasing the, the Christmas pipe before Christmas, well before Christmas in September, I got to be on, uh, Cornell and deal about the, the haunted, haunted bookshop cake. Mm. It, it's the same thing. It's just in a cake. <laughs> it is literally the same thing, just in a cake. Now there's, some I mean, th wasn't that the wasn't that the idea though or was it advertised well, as like something else no well yeah i mean that's what i'm saying like you don't oh. like i thought so it's a crumble cake to be fair now that is much different than like a true plug cake where right. the tobacco is pressed and you know the crumble cake is basically just the loose version in a cake that is literally what it is maybe not literally tobacconists are going to be like punching the air right now but but it's not like a lot of marrying of flavors, like the flavor profile doesn't typically mm. change too much in a crumble cake. Um, you know, at least with with uh, the Haunted Bookshop, it's it's it is a simple blend. Um, it's it's very burly heavy. And it was just one of those ones where I bought into the hype um, of the the small batch, small drop. I don't even think I think you can still get it. Actually, I don't even think it's a small batch drop. Yeah. But no. yeah, I smoked a bowl of it right next to a bowl of you know regular Haunted Bookshop. Damn sane. It was the damn same, um, which I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that they shouldn't have made that product. But as I kind of counter this this thought process to the, uh, the the Seattle Pipe Club's plum pudding cigar, I'm not trying to smoke plum pudding to pipe tobacco in the form of a stick. Right. It is it is a different blend that has right. you know essence of plum pudding. So it's not like they're just they're throwing one over me and like, oh, here's another way to buy the thing you already have. You know what I mean? That that's kind of where right. this is just Adam's opinion. You know, I'm not saying you know some people are going to prefer that the crumble cake because it's more fun. That that's a, that would be a fair <laughs> assessment in your buying process. But I wouldn't I wouldn't advise someone to buy both of them because they're you know two different products, right? It's it's kind of like uh, which one's your your favorite. Uh, whereas I actually just posted about it, um, Temple Bar uh, and um, regions flake from glps they are the same blend essentially but um temple bar is pressed into a plug like a true plug um which absolutely changes the characteristics of the tobacco if only slightly it does like it's it's noticeable to where someone could be like ah, I'd, I'd prefer the work of the plug which i do whereas regions flake is a little bit more simpler of a process because you don't have to cut the damn thing but but again that that whole plug thing a lot lot goes on and i'm not a blender so i i I just know based on what I taste, um, but anyway, 
I liked the plum pudding yeah. cigar to, to tell you at the <laughs> very end of the day, but it's not like you, the ghost of plum pudding punching you in the nose kind of thing. <laughs> right. And I did, I did check haunted bookshop cake, definitely still available. I love this though. First, first, uh, I guess most recent, eh, maybe not the most recent comment, but a customer review. We need 16 ounce haunted bookshop cake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just found that hilarious. A one pound, a one pound cake of haunted bookshop. Anyway, that would be cool. Uh, that was, that would be cool. But uh, we got some other news, kind of in the in the pipe sphere. We we want to talk about uh, and and kind of hit on because you know it it was it's definitely important. Yeah. Um, and especially since you know we've talked about it in the past. But Adam, I'll, I'll let you kind of discuss as well. Yeah, so a lot of you folks have probably heard. Some of you will, will some of you will care. Many of you won't. Uh, and the reason why I say that is because I would not be presenting this information had you yes. cared. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and that's the fact that, uh, unfo- very unfortunately, the pipe crate, the the tobacco subscription box, this bespoke you know box that comes to your door once a month with uh, some curated tobacco blends. Is no more. They are they're closing their doors uh, this month. So it was a very, albeit short run thing. But yeah, it's it's a bummer, man. I I was it is. Ah, uh, yeah. There's there's just not much to say. A lot of folks are like, of course, I called this. Of course, you called it. We all called it. But it was like I tried so hard for us to not to. I tried so hard for us to be wrong. You know, I. Well, I don't know if if like anyone necessarily called it, but it's yeah. just such a hard. It's just, it, yeah, fair. But it's like, it's such a hard business model. It, well, I, and that's why it's not. Yeah. And that's why, that's why it was called. It's not like we we're calling for the failure of. Oh, of, of a bad product. No, 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 no. Right. Because it was literally like, even producer wife was like, this is a good product. Like the presentation is amazing. You know, everything with it. It's a, it's a good, you know, product that. Uh, unfortunately, not a lot of people wanted to buy just because the market for it wasn't necessarily there. Yeah, but, I mean, we're uh, just I such think, a niche. Yeah. We are such a niche, uh, yeah, you know, hard man. hobby that when you add like a niche thing, niche thing within the niche thing, a niche it gets niche. yeah, it's a lot of niches. You, you just it, it's just tough. Like we we I I mean I did a video on it. I did we you did the cost breakdown. We talked about it in the podcast before. It was generally affordable for what you're getting um that said most people were just like this is just too much money and i get that um and 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 that might not be tobacco that was the other piece and that's why we and and honestly get piped was a huge pusher of that smaller crate Uh, not their classic but their i don't know what they call it i mean it's no more but it was like the boutique or something the smaller smaller blend box there was i think only three ounces and you know he was making maybe i'm pretty sure it was like maybe a dollar or two on the small one it was very very small like he was just going against all and he admitted this like business practice and recommendation to to do this (laughs) just because he wanted you know to grow the to to grow it at least in terms of uh you know a a customer base and then maybe they'd, they'd upgrade but yeah like i i mean i have three or four of the boxes and i've not gone i've only gone through one package of all of them and it was mac Bur- baron burley flight because that's what i i love you know what i mean <laughs> classic but like the other ones like i've had a couple bowls of but just as we talk about small batches and there's definitely like a small batch fatigue coming around which i'd like to talk about maybe in another episode but you know there's just there's just so so much and for the amount especially for that that bigger box the what was it six ounces 
Yeah, I think it was six ounces yeah, tobacco. Was, yeah, and that's a lot. That is a lot. That's Once a, a lot. month. And who's that's who are your who's your customer base for that? People who smoke a lot of pipes. Who smokes a lot of pipes? People who have a ton of tobacco. So you're you're like adding just like a it's just a weird kind of thing. And yeah. And honestly, that that market that smokes a lot of pipes and smokes a lot of tobacco probably never heard of the pipe crate and probably wouldn't want to yeah. buy it because exactly you know, I, I don't know i just i think that when i see and think of that person i don't necessarily think of them as an enthusiast per se though they very well can be there's tons of people out there that smoke a lot and have a lot but like when i when we've talked about the enthusiasts it's the people that are going to pipe shows, listen to pipe podcasts because there's not that many out there. It's the people who are super involved in maybe forums and discords and whatever it may be. And, you know, we may even know their name because they're an Instagram pipe model or whatever. And it's like, I don't, I, I just feel like that sort of, uh, that customer is not kind of one of those. Uh, I mean, I think that's a good point, but I, w- I would also argue that even the folks like there's there's plenty of enthusiasts out there who do smoke that much, yeah. but the problem is even when they do hear about it, you know, we, we think of Rich Esserman, you know, big pipe guy, right? This guy's been smoking yeah. pipes forever. He doesn't need he's the he's going to be one of, of the mind that like I don't need you know someone to pick my tobaccos for me kind of thing. Yeah, so this, yeah, it's definitely branded point. for a newer pipe smoker, but you're you're trying to use the selling point of uh, an attribute that's only, um, you know, affixed to those who have been smoking for a very, very long time, that, that large right. amount. It's, there's just a lot going on here. And then a lot of folks would, would talk about the, the packaging. People, I mean, uh, of course, from, you know, the Pipe Cottages video, he talked about how he doesn't need all the, the fancy <laughs> frou-frou packaging. <laughs> and like on the surface, yeah, I get that um, when it comes to cost. But, you know, a lot of people saw that and they would, they would, they'd rip it in the comments and I'd see it. Um, you know, I don't need to pay, I don't want to be paying, you know, $50 for all this fancy packaging, but it's like, dude, if I were to just send you a, a, a brown box with some Ziploc baggies, like that's going to go nowhere. Like that's going to, that's only yeah. going to survive two months, let alone, you know, six or seven or whatever it ended up yeah. you know, lasting. But it is a bummer. You know, I just, I'm, I'm of the mind, man, that like, why make the niche thing more niche if, if we can somehow support, I'm not telling and that's why I'm glad, you know, we didn't make any money from it. I made zero dollars. When that get pipe code, um, if you were to use it, you get you ten percent off your first order. We saw none of that, and that was by our own choice because we wanted to support a yeah. small thing. And it was only one order, so it's not like you'd get it forever kind of thing. But it got a few people. I know my video got a couple people to try it out. Um, so I don't know, man. But hey, at the end of the day, for the folks who have it, you have something cool. You have a little bit of pipe smoking history. <laughs> You know, True. But I saved. Uh, I think I saved all like the, the notebook things. Like, oh, the, did you? Good, good. I yeah, should have one so, box. I hope I still have my one of the boxes. Yeah, I I don't have the box, but I have the uh, like the monthly journal type things. I'm pretty sure, or at least some of them. And I definitely still have some of the tobacco. <laughs> yeah, I definitely do because it's so much. But uh, yeah, shout out, shout out to the pipe crate. I know it's closing down, but I love the idea. You know, we're we're big entrepreneur guys. We love business. We love all that stuff. And, you know, we, we understand it's it's a hard time right now as well, you know, to open a and start a new business. And uh, you know, we wish we wish them all the best and uh thank them for even just kind of bringing this to 
to the community as a whole. But, uh, you know, we are bummed that it won't be lasting. But we'll end on that note. We'll we'll lead into to some fun stuff here in a second. But thank you all for smoking and joking with us. And, of course, for all of your support of the Get Pipe podcast. The best way to support us at the current moment is, one, if you're listening to this as this episode is being released. We have our 100th episode coming up. You heard it in the pre-roll, but I'm going to say it again. Send us the things you have loved about the Get Pipe podcast and the things you've hated. We have had one uh, one person send us something. Uh, we've actually had a couple, but one in particular is really great. You're going you're gonna to hear it uh, in a couple of weeks as of uh, this being released, so you don't want to miss it. But another way to support, just, you know, I said the loved Send us the things you hated as well. We want to talk about them. We're going to dive deep into our episode. We've got some great, great surprises. You do not want to miss. Literally, like, huge surprises. It's uh, We we can't even talk about them yet, but but some big things. We can. Some great cult. You can well, do whatever we can, you want. Technically. But then it's it would podcast. take the whole point away from <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So great collaborations and, and whatnot coming up. But stay tuned for that in a couple of weeks. Another way to support, keep sending your segments to us. Send them to show at getpiped.co that's .co or go ahead and send them to our discord if you're on there this or that's over unders ask Adam anything ask Nick anything whatever it is send them to us while you're doing all of that while you're listening to us right now don't forget to rate and review this podcast on Apple Spotify and any other listening platform Spotify has, has this great new thing called Q&A if you're in the Spotify app click on the specific episode scroll down a little bit Pass the notes and right there you have Q&A. Leave us a comment there. It's basically a review of the episode or you can just kind of say it. We'll publish it and uh, hopefully eventually talk about it on the podcast at some point as well. But while you're at it, give us a follow so you never miss an episode at 4 a.m. every Thursday. Friends, we got a great show planned this week with yet another edition of Smoke Lore. Following our primary topic, we'll get into some over-under, and then we'll move into some this or that. So stay tuned for all of that. Hell yes. Big thanks to the producer guy for the producer guy things. Now, before we move into our primary topic, I want to remind you to take a deep breath, savor this moment, kindle your flame, and pipe as you please. got a smoke lore today and for those of you who are just joining the get pipe podcast smoke lore is actually kind of one of our oldest series that we got and it's one of our favorites it is the signature series in the get pipe podcast where we receive a air quotes letter from a historical or fantasy figure uh, they kind of outline who they are and ultimately they ask a question to adam relating to pipe smoking and this series differs from our anecdotal series that potentially dives into more of the historical side of some of these figures and some of the events in the pipe smoking history. But if you want some more examples of some smoke lures, go check out our recent podcasts uh, with episode 074. That's with C.S. Lewis, 062 with J. Allen Hynek, and 050, almost a year ago, with 
Ebenezer Scrooge. All those are in the Get Piped bookshelf. The Scrooge one was good. That was a fun one. Yeah. I think I did a voice, or Scrooge did, did the Scrooge voice. Scrooge did a great voice. He did his voice. Yeah, he did a, he did a great voice. But uh, who, do, who do we got today, my man? Who's, who's writing us a letter? Who, who, who'd you receive it from? This is funny, man. This was so perfect. Was we funny. actually last week talked about how um, we had some some flack thrown, uh, respectful, but but nonetheless, it was it was made known that uh, one of our listeners was quite upset that our what was it called the legend Legends of the Pipe Legends of the Pipe was yeah. not featuring like within that that repertoire of folks. Uh, Norman Rockwell was not of, among the members and. Uh, it it was <laughs> quite funny uh reading because again he was he was quite upset. Um and I remember him telling me how mad he was and he was like really disappointed in us, but then finishing with like, but I'm still a twelve percenter, I'm still gonna listen to every episode, but like I, you guys just gotta know my feelings. And I was like, Okay, yeah, I'm bring it on, you know. You know, and it wasn't negative. He was just upset. You know, he's got a, he's a fan of Norman. That's what what can I say? Uh so then we brought that up last <laughs> week, right? Uh I don't remember what the context was, but within our, our our discord he he's still around <laughs> he's still Kevin Kevin's still a 12 percenter and he's like yep that was me <laughs> and he was dying laughing we were kind of reminiscing about it but uh so we we had planned to do a smoke lore uh for for quite some time and we actually did a little pivot here um you know kind of last minute uh to to do Norman and that's that's partly I mean there's a lot a lot of good reasons on why but uh, you know, the main the main one was the fact that our good friend Kevin is full percenter <laughs> of the show. Uh, you know, this this you don't get Legends of the Pipe, but you do get, you know, a smoke blur. Which get is, a whole episode, which is way That's better. Cool. It, it really is better. Yeah, um, better. You know, we 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 dedicate the smoke lore to um, I don't want to say monumental, but, you know, large shakers and movers within, you know, not maybe not pipe smoking community, but for the, the face of pipe smoking in, in a sense. And they don't always have to be, you know, 100% uh, accurate. They could be, you know, fictional characters, and, and we will do that um, from time to time. But it it, it was good to, it, it's good for, it's a good series for us to to kind of highlight some of those folks without going into like a, you know, like a, a more educational piece, like where we did like our, our anecdotal with Oppenheimer kind of thing. Um, so maybe we might have to revisit Oppenheimer too one day with a, a smoke. Yeah. We'll give it a hundred episodes or so since there's like <laughs> four somehow <laughs> uh, yeah, about him yeah. throughout the, the, the first 100, but yeah, man. So smoke lore is, is, is a fun series. Uh, this is one of the first, you know, alongside pipe dreams. I feel like was one of our first, uh, you yeah. know, set, set the stage kind of thing for the get pipe podcast. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hear what, uh, Mr. Uh, Rockwell has to say about the Get Pipe podcast and what he's got for me. Heck yeah. Well, uh, let's get into this letter. Dear Mr. Get Piped, I hope this letter finds you well. I'm writing to you today to express my gratitude for your radio show. It has served as a wonderful companion amidst my work and additionally my quiet smoking sessions. After nearing 100 episodes, I've decided to write in and share with you some of my thoughts on pipe smoking and painting. As you know, of course, I am a painter, and I'm sure it is known that I have been an avid pipe smoker and tobacco enthusiast for many years. I also quite enjoy the myriad 
cheers, of flavor profiles and adventures awaiting in every tin. Now, I find that smoking a pipe helps me to relax and focus on my work, as most would agree regarding their own endeavors. I also believe that the type of tobacco, or say, genre of tobacco I smoke, can in fact influence the themes of my paintings. For example, when I smoke an aromatic tobacco, one that is blended with delicious toppings and flavors to give distinct flavor and smell, such as vanillas, chocolates, and other confectionery delights, I feel inspired to paint warm and cozy scenes, namely Christmas Santa reading mail from many years back. Conversely, English tobacco inspires me to paint more serious and contemplative subjects. I deeply value the earthen, dark, and richness that comes with the lighting of a Latakia mixture, and truthfully, such tobacco brought forth war news and William Gillis in convoy. Finally, burly tobacco, on the other hand, makes me feel more pragmatic, yet creative. Oh, how a wide range of paintings were influenced by the simple deliciousness of burly. Some of them you may know, the, the Runaway, The Lineman, Gossips, and a personal favorite of mine that I think to be quite unique if I do say so myself, the triple self-portrait. Now, fitting for the season, let me tell you a little bit about my famous Thanksgiving painting titled Freedom from Want. The painting depicts a family gathered around a table ready to enjoy a delicious Thanksgiving meal. The painting was first published on the cover of the Saturday Evening Post in 1943, and it has since become one of my most famous works. The painting captures the warmth and joy of the holiday season, and it has become an iconic image of Thanksgiving in America. I am proud of this painting, not only because of its artistic merit, but also because of the message of unity and togetherness that it conveys. I believe that Thanksgiving is a time for us to come together as a community and to celebrate the things that we are thankful for. It is a time to put aside our differences and our wants and instead to focus on the things that unite us and the things we already have. In terms of thankfulness, I must admit I am quite grateful for the opportunity to pursue my passion for painting and for the momentous joy that pipe smoking brings me. I thought it fitting to share with you, Mr. Get Piped, and your lovely audience just how much the art of pipe smoking has influenced my own art. But enough of me, sir. I would instead like to take an opportunity here to ask you about your art and what you find yourself being thankful for. I figured it was a great time as we reflect on this holiday of Thanksgiving. So again, Mr. Get Piped, what are you thankful for in your life? And how has pipe smoking influenced your work? I'm curious to know if you've ever tried smoking different tobaccos to influence different writings or elements of your radio show. I'm excited to hear your thoughts, good sir. I would like to once again express my gratitude for your radio show and the opportunity to share my thoughts with you. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and I look forward to hearing back from you soon. Sincerely. Norm and Rockwell. <laughs> um, that was a weird signature, but okay. Well, we finished it as Norm, 
Norm. Or Norman Rockwell. And then I just went to the Norm. I was like, I feel like you'd call me Norm. So I just enter entered. But then the N Rockwell was still at the bottom. <laughs> and I thought that was funny. Um, yeah. So Norman Rockwell, man, a uh, guy was born in like 1980, 1894. Uh, I was going to say not 1984. No, no, not 19. <laughs> born in 1894. And, and then he, he died in, in 1978. Uh, just in a, a very prolific American painter uh, known for his depictions of like everyday life uh, and, and particularly like war in, in like the 20th century, you know, especially around, you know, World War Two times. A uh, lot of lot of famous paintings, a couple of which we mentioned. Um, and yeah, he's just one of those, you know, a lot of his work has become famous Americana, you know, like a lot of museums might yeah. might host, like American museums would host um, some of his paintings. There's actually a Norman Rockwell Museum as well, uh, though I've not been. Uh, but now it sounds pretty cool. But um, <laughs> yeah, like this is a, a, a pretty, pretty large topic guy that i can see why our friend kevin was quite upset that we didn't large topic guy yeah i mean like in the term in terms of pipe smoking like he's he's big topic is what i'm getting at you know like yeah, how is he no, not yeah. mentioned um guys has over he was doing a you know covers for uh you know popular magazines um uh saturday evening post was was namely the the one that he was doing and he had done over like 300 paintings or you know graphics i guess for for the covers of this uh for this uh magazine but I, I think I was reading he's done over 4,000. He had done over 4,000 paintings, um, or at least, I mean, that includes probably some some smaller forms of art, but it's crazy. You know, that's what this guy did his whole life. And when you look at these paintings, when you just browse through the the, the thousands, you see pipe smoking so prevalent in, in many, many, many of them. And that's not necessarily unique um, as it would be today, uh, you know, because we think back then during the the time period from which he was painting, uh, you know, pipe smoking was kind of normal. Uh, and it was yeah. just a kind of a guy to capture that moment. And of course, he was, I would say he was probably an enthusiast himself. Um, and, and we can talk about, you know, what he would smoke and, and you know, pipes he had. But, but yeah, man, this this guy was was pretty cool. He starts a art school in New York at the age of 14. And then just just never really puts it down, never puts the brush down, as they say, the pen down, I guess. <laughs> Do they but, say uh, that? No, yeah, they don't say that. But, <laughs> no. you know, like in, and it was about the 1910s, 1920s, uh, where he started to really take off um, with some of his earliest works being like the 1930s being like the OK, he this is it. He's the guy kind of thing. Um, but worked for various magazines and um, uh, like a lot of uh, one was uh, Boy's Life. Uh, which which helped him gain some recognition and uh you know just it was it was a means for him to capture american life uh both in like like heartwarming and uh i don't want to say humorous but like joyful ways i guess um you know there there was like a, a comedic like ha 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 oh that's wholesome kind of thing like not like ha ha that's funny um and and that was kind of the style that he that he remained until Probably, uh, I mean, throughout the the war years, there were certainly some some more of those to keep the the American people's spirits high. But but there were some some very reflective and, and con- contemplative pieces that you know, like ooh, man, that's deep, that's deep just by looking at it. I remember growing up, we had the Norman Rockwell painting of the Runaway in my house. I remember it was actually in my basement. I don't know if you you remember that at all. Um, it was, I don't. No, I, I it was kind of hard to remember but i have vivid memories of it and i my dad was a police officer so that was i feel like 
I don't know. I feel like there's something probably police officers loved, you know, part of that Americana stuff. And I just remember looking at and being like, that's like, why do, why do we have this? Who did this? Like, what what's the meaning? Like, I get it. I get that, you know, it's a kid and, and a police officer, but I didn't, I didn't know it was called the runaway and, and stuff like that. So it was, uh, it's just funny reflecting back on that sort of memory that I had, not knowing it was a Norman Rockwell yeah. painting. And then, you know, well, I would say a lot of, a lot of folks would probably, you know, after this episode, I'm sure he'll, the Google searches of Norman Rockwell might increase by like a small number, maybe several dozen. I don't know, <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I would imagine folks will look at some of the paintings and be like, Oh, I didn't know that was Norman Rockwell. Cause that happened for me. Uh, one of his like most iconic lines was, uh, you know, that we talked about actually is, uh, the, the freedom, I think he called the freedom of speech series or freedom, freedom series. And it was a set of four and they were all inspired by, um, uh, FDR's, uh, state of the union address back in like 1941. Mm. So we created four paintings and freedom from want. Um, the Thanksgiving one w- was one of those, those four. The other ones were freedom of speech, freedom of uh, worship, and then freedom of fear. And these are all very, you know, iconic pieces that you, some, some, sometimes these things can get so quote iconic that you're right. They just get, you know, put on, uh, uh, everything, you know, like they could be put on your house as a, as an actual painting, but they could be put on like right. magnets on your fridge, uh, you know, postcards, you know, things that you don't know that that's kind of a Norman Rockwell. Maybe you're looking at a, I got like a Google, um, a Google home thing. that's like this little hub and it like tells me the time and, you know, you can tell, Hey, Google play music, play how to cook pasta. Okay. I don't even know if this is loud. We're going to do a real quick interjection. I am currently working. I'm editing the podcast. Yeah. A little get piped action as you can tell, cause there's unnecessary stuff like this. I'm, I'm co-located with the damn Google Home Hub, whatever it's called, uh, in my kitchen as I'm editing. And man, I'm telling you, AI is taking over. It could hear from my laptop the what I was saying about the damn thing and to play the song about making pasta or whatever. And what that funny joke turned into, now I'm listening to a playlist on Spotify, songs to cook delicious pastas too and i don't know i just thought that was really funny but i'm gonna go back to uh the actual thing happy thanksgiving all hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you next week google stop google enough hey google stop hey google stop never do that again ever in my presence we like irish cooking music and and (laughs) when it's on like standby when it's just showing the time it'll it'll have like a, a bunch of you know, photographs from, you know, people I'm talking penguins or, you know, the London tower thing, the clock, the clock. What's that called? Big Ben. Big, big Ben. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't think of the name. The and, London uh, tower clock. You know, just Stonehenge, a bunch of random things. But um, while Norman Rockwell's paintings are not featured on that so far, uh, one thing I've noticed about like this, this little Google thing is it shows things that I know, but I don't know what it's called. But it doesn't tell me. It just says mm. the person who took the photo. And I'm like, I don't want, I mean, you know, you got to pay the respects to the photographer. But I'm like, dude, I don't know what I'm looking at. So if I want to look more into t- this, what is this? So t- that can be the thing. T- that can be the thing with, you know, paintings. As you see these paintings, if you don't know who painted it or even the title of the painting, how do you look into it? How do you appreciate it more yeah. than just, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And even being like a young kid, 
it, there's just not the appreciation. I, I feel like, at least for me, I know there's probably people out there who were younger and appreciated art and loved it and all that stuff and would try to ask all the questions, but I just never did. And no, now I no. wish I did. You know what I mean? No. Well, I would, the, yeah, I mean, the thing is now, now that you, we've kind of dedicated some time to research, uh, you know, Norman Rockwell and some of his paintings and, and all the, all the paintings we mentioned, you can, in, you know, in the, in the letter or Norman does, uh, you can look these up and they're, they're very fitting with, you know, the tobaccos that he smoked, but you know, they're, dude, it's just so interesting to see that his growth as a, um, you know, as a painter, you know, going from, you know, some some smaller scale things to to war to even the civil rights, uh, you know, during the 60s, kind of in the latter years of his paintings, had a lot of paintings that were, were dedicated to social issues and in creating pieces that address, you know, civil rights movement. And, um, you know, there was one that was called The Problem We All Live With, uh, it depicts a young um, individual, an, an African-American child. I think it's a Ruby Bridges was her name. Um, and she's attending an all white elementary school in the South. And like that, that kind of shook the world, especially in a time when the majority of the people were not cool with that. You know what I mean? Right. You know, so for Norman to someone who supported all these freedom of speech things for supported all the troops, which typically, you know, the American South at the time, probably the most racist, you know, folks would probably be like, hell yeah, brother. Like, you know, America. troops, you know what I mean? And then like going to sit like that's a huge thing for an artist. And it shows, you know, it's just so interesting to me to see like not not necessarily just like art, you know, like I'm, I'm looking past the, you know, the, the the strokes on the oil painting or whatever it is. And I'm, I'm looking into like the heart kind of thing. It's just very interesting to see how this individual tells his his tale, tells his his views and, and shows his views through through painting. And, you know, that's. That's hard. You know, it's got to be hard, especially when you have a reputation, you know, you could see it nowadays with, uh, you know, actors and I don't know, songwriters as, as like things change. And yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting rather. I'm not yeah. trying to dive no, too I, deep into that, but it's something <laughs> it's just interesting. Yeah. But uh, Norman, Norm, Norm, and what do, what do I say? Norm. His name's Norm. I feel like Rock. he was a Norm guy. Norm. Yeah, I feel like Norm. if he's writing a letter, he's going to go with Norm. Yeah, Norm. All right, Norm asked you about some things, right? Like, what are you thankful for this year? We'll we'll do this year because yeah, we didn't mention it at the beginning of the episode. It's Thanksgiving Day when this oh yeah, we always screw that up because you don't. I know. We, day, you oh, know, I mean, Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, Happy Hell Thanksgiving. Yeah. Enjoy we your turkeys. You. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy your. Uh... You're probably not listening to this on Thanksgiving. It's like <sighs> it's just. I don't know. It's a weird thing. If you're cooking, I could see it, but. It's it's one of those weird things where as like as a family guy type of and and you are too obviously but it's like I want you know people to be with their family and do stuff but as a content you know sort of creator I'm like you know put that stuff on while you're baking your turkey or yeah whatever. that's you what I'm what saying I mean? well, put it on like, in the background yeah you think about like the morning though like the morning of the yeah. calm before the storm you know for the folks rising up early to you know have their morning coffee and their their morning pipe. Get my podcast is probably on, you know what I mean? Um yeah. but no, I'm I'm the same way. Like I'm not gonna listen to any podcasts yeah. on Thursday, you know, from any of the pipe podcasts, any of like my I don't listen to any other podcasts to be honest. Uh, I'm trying to act like I listen to more things than just pipes, but I don't. <laughs> but but I won't I won't get back to the you know, this the regular scheduled content until I go back yeah. to work probably on Monday. 
Um, you know, and that's for a lot of folks. A lot of folks are listening to this after Thanksgiving. So for those folks, I hope you enjoyed. I hope it was fun. Um, but man, yeah, I mean, and then there's folks who, you know, are going to be, you know, quite lonely. Um, and that's, that's just the reality of it. So if, if you're one of those folks, man, I'd, I'd open my door to you if you lived close to the area. Send me a DM if you're in the yeah. North Carolina area. Um, but not on Thursday because uh, we're actually not celebrating because my wife's working. So I will also be lonely. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get into all that. Uh, but but yeah. before, you know, so, okay. So we as we look at his letter, he talks about, um, you know, what inspired him. This is all, you know, the, the creative mind of the Get Pipe podcast. Let's be honest. He, there's nothing that says that aromatics brought forth uh the christmas santa reading mail which another good example of something many of you have probably seen and you probably didn't know for the folks who don't know who norman rockwell is probably didn't know it was of norman rockwell's make um but yeah man um what what do i use specific blends of tobacco i think that's a good question do i use specific blends or or versions um as he says genres uh to uh, assist in my creative ability, I guess, with the Get By podcast, or maybe it's writing. I do a lot of writing, um, you know, for the show and you know for other things, just because I enjoy it. Um, no, I don't, but I do definitely feel a certain type of way, kind of thing, when I smoke different blends. Um, you know, especially when I'm on the, uh, you know, more of the porchy smoke. You know, the more the more not doing an activity not commuting not getting you're not building a workbench not that i've ever done that in my life actually i did it one time um but but when i'm when i'm just sitting there kind of in the reflective mode uh assuming i'm not just you know bsing on my cell phone um or like a laptop i i I found that the you know the englishy darky blends like the dark colored blends you know ones that come with that dark latakia um that i don't know i do get that the dark, smoky, smooth, you know, feel. I don't know. I just, I get this. I don't know where my mind goes. Mm. It's not like I'm like, oh, now we must do a smoke lore. You know what I mean? Like that's, <laughs> I wish I could say yes, but you know, tobacco is tobacco uh, to me. I don't know. It, it, I'm sure it's influenced guys like C.S. Lewis and Tolkien and, and, and probably our good friend Norm. But, but for me personally, I, I don't, I wouldn't say I'm an artist. So no, uh, but I definitely select blends based off of <clears throat> based off of like my mood more often than maybe not not but but I do I do try to pair a tobacco type with how I'm feeling you know uh there most of the time I will say it is based on flavor I'm like oh I'm just craving you know something sweet let's get an aromatic I'm craving you know my daily driver let's go burly or it's cold in the morning. Let me go with, uh, you know, an English or something. But, but I would say there there are times where I'm like, you know what, I'm I kind of want to grab a church warden, fill it with an aromatic something, something lane one kiwi, something vanilla y, um, you know, some <laughs> something so, I don't know something vanilla cream something I don't know and and just go feel like I'm. <laughs> you know, a lord in a, a castle while I'm rocking on my, you know, 21st century rocking chair with cushions. I don't know. Um, mm, you know, that happens to me from time to time, but, but I couldn't honestly say that I've ever smoked a particular blend and had this like brainchild of a product for the podcast or for, I used to do a lot of, um, 
not a lot, but some fantasy writing. I have some notebooks full of stuff that I think would be really cool, but I would never, ever release it. Um, just because I don't really know how to tell like a, a story, for, like a long story, like a long narrative from, from start to finish. We're talking three, 400 pages. I can do, I can do a freehand fable. I think I'm pretty good at that. Um, but, but there was times where I'd be like, oh, yeah, no, if I smoke my pipe, you know, maybe I'll get some inspiration. But I don't know. What, what do you think? Is that, is that something that's, you know, maybe not something you've done, but what do you think about like the prospect of that? Yeah, I I think so. So the way I'll I'll relate it is I'm a big believer in not like believer, but anecdotally a believer in like sort of aromatherapy. Maybe not th- therapy, but just oh, I know exactly fact, where you're getting at. Yeah, but the fact that certain scents and stuff can elicit certain emotions. There we go. And feelings. So in that manner. I would agree to that, that, you know, in, in the way kind of Norman put Norm put in his, his letter, like certain tobaccos can bring about certain feelings and, and paintings and the way in the styles that he paints. I would 100% agree that certain tobaccos, whether it's flavors or just certain types can bring about different feelings and emotions. And I think that there could probably be some, you know, an idea of the chemistry of the tobacco that could affect certain parts of your brain. I, I don't know about that. That's, that's someone smarter who would have yeah. to do that. But obviously higher nicotine blends could bring about oh, yeah. certain, okay, like um, just like maybe a little more focus or just kind of that buzz to get you going. You know, a lot of people talk about how, being sort of under the influence can bring about creativity, whether that's through alcohol or other types of drugs. You know, it could be caffeine, it could be any sort of stimulant, or you know, maybe even a depressant. Uh, but it's just one of those things where smoking something or you know craving a certain type of tobacco or a certain flavor, I believe, is very you know potentially it could it could bring about different thoughts and different processes to to someone well what you just kind of articulated is probably what was going on in my mind unconsciously yeah. <laughs> when i selected you know these these paintings right so for for english you know the two paintings mentioned were um what war news and uh william gillis and convoy if you look these these paintings up we're actually going to post these uh in our galactic a pipe pipe club this time i will do it for real we're not going to do it until the episode goes live so right, right. it's live now so you can you can see it but you know these are very i don't know i just i just feel like dark and but also not dark in the sense of bad right it's just like a more rooted and grounded kind of approach and that's how i feel when i smoke english tobacco that's what i get when i smell english tobacco and these were very real paintings of you know modern society modern america you know we have tr- soldiers in a, in a convoy. And then you also have, you know, some folks at like a, you know, like a diner or at a bar and they're, they're listening in to hear war news. Right. Because I don't know, that's just what I got from, I guess, English tobacco. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. And you know, I've, we've done stuff with our children, like putting essential oils in their bath and stuff. And I've even walked in and just smelt a lavender eucalyptus and, we, you know, kids are crazy and people are crazy, 
where you and I are and, you know, we can, we can get into some stress and, and whatever it is, but the second you smell sort of just, it's literally essential oils and hot bath water, warm bath water or whatever it is. And it's just like, like you just kind of calm down, breathe. It's that aromatic meaning, not like, you know, not a aromatic tobacco, just that something that you smell elicits definitely i'll use that word again sounds sounds like a good word sounds like it sounds smart but it brings about a calming feeling so yeah i think the idea that certain blends or certain types of tobacco can cause you to feel a certain way is 100% within the realm of possibility and i think it does happen for people just like certain places can cause you to have certain feelings or emotions or bring up certain memories. Certain tobaccos can as well. Everyone always talks about, that smells just like my grandfather's pipe. It brings up all those memories that they had of their grandfather and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, I'm not even going to say possible. It's a definite at this point, a definite anecdote, meaning my, you know, my feelings and emotions. And yeah, no, I think a lot of other people would agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I mean, so in the sense of, yeah, me actually, you know, answer Norm's question. No, I, I've not, I did not smoke a burly and then I did not come up with, you know, this, this write up. But, um, yeah, I always thought that was interesting though, cause I'm sure there are folks out here who do creatively write or maybe they're, I don't know, maybe they knit or, uh, you know, do some other kind of creative work that, that requires not necessarily like a, you know, knit in the sense of you're maybe like you're doing like a, you know, fancy kind of design. Um, whereas right. yeah, I'm trying to avoid saying, Oh, I do the same. Like I, I always knit the same thing every single day. Like, it's not like a, you know, we're talking creative design, right. And, and I'd love to hear from, from the listeners, from you guys, if you do in fact get some inspiration, I feel like that would a lot come from, you know, the creative writing portion. Um, but maybe, I don't know, maybe you write songs, maybe you're a song, professional songwriter. I don't know. <laughs> and, <laughs> I don't know. You have a heavy metal band and you're, you know, smoking three nuns. I don't know if that works, but maybe it does to you. When I, when I smoke three nuns, I think of Christmas and, you know, happiness and warmness and big three nuns guy. It's time, almost time for three nuns, but but yeah. Um, so what, what am I thankful for? Um, I'm thankful for a lot of things. Uh, so as we get close to our, you know, I'm thankful for a lot of things. What a annoying thing to say. I don't know. I didn't like how I said that, but waking up this morning even no no i'm i'm generally not thankful for that um i think (laughs) (laughs) i think i would rather be dead well no 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 i think on the whole (laughs) but that's one of those people who say that are typically the people who like have achieved a lot in life so i'm like do you you know what i mean like what do you mean i'm happy to be awake like alive no 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 no. the people who's like of course i'm thankful to be alive but like if I have to voice that, normally it's it's normally the like the influencers and like the wicked, you know. Oh, I'm just thankful yeah. for you know every day. I'm just thankful for you know the air we breathe and the water we drink. And it's like dudes living <laughs> in like a six point eight million dollar mansion. It's like dude, penthouse. Yeah, it's like those are typically the people the, who have to voice it. The first step of my day is waking up at four thirty a.m. and then just saying my affirmations for. Li- yeah, that's what I'm like, getting at. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, so okay. my daily affirmations. Okay. Like, dude, your life is so sick. Um, no wonder <laughs> you you can do this. Um, just be miserable like the rest of us. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm I'm not miserable. I am I am thankful for a lot. Um, you know, 
I can tell you all the things I'm thankful for, like family, friends, all that stuff. But I am genuinely so thankful for, you know, the fact that we're almost at 100 episodes. I'm so thankful for you guys. You know, I will not, you will never hear me say, couldn't do it without you. Obviously, duh, that is not a, a groundbreaking yeah. statement. But that said, I like the fact that, you know, we have our ebbs and flows and listens and and, and the Get Pipe community just kind of comes back and, you know, they listen when they want to listen and they share it when they want to share it and they talk about it when they want to talk about it. And then they don't when they don't. And that is cool. And I get, there's so few, I'm also thankful for the so few, uh, why are you the way that you are? Because that, that's, we yeah. almost had one. We're not going to put it in. Um, it was weird. It was weird on Instagram, but, but, you know, it wasn't probably a listener. It was just some, you know, random person, but, but for the most part, that does not happen too, too much. Um, you know, I've kind of shooken it off a little bit, you know, the, the, the creation, the inception of that series, one is hilarious, but two, probably a little bit of insecurity on my part. Mm, and I still am. 100%. Right? You know, and, and that's the truth. But I'm thankful for that, right? Because it, it's, it's shaped the way this thing is going. I think it's going quite well. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm most um, thankful for, this is going to get a little bit sappy, a little bit cringe, but I was actually talking about this. Um, like I'm not doing it for the awes, the awe factors or the wholesome factors. I'm doing it because it's Aww. the truth, man. Um, I was talking about this. What day is it? I think it was Sunday night. Yeah. Sunday night mm -hmm. at Buffalo Wild Wings with Get Wifed. And we're there. I'm crushing salt and vinegar french fries. <laughs> Dude, the best with ranch. How's uh, your, how's your uvula? Well, uvula is great. That's a, that's a, have I told that story? No. Never Maybe we get into that on 100. That'd be good. That'd be good. I mean, it has nothing to do with pipes, but... Um, <laughs> so, uh, I'm absolutely crushing wings. Uh, I'm a big advocate for Buffalo Wild Wings right now. No reason, not spawns, but their ultimate nachos with chicken, salt and vinegar, French fries with ranch. That's all you need to know. But, but, but Dan and I were there and, um, you know, someone, I think we had posted something or someone had commented something sweet on one of the, one of the, uh, oh no, no, we were talking about the, the Smitty cigar event, which is coming up. That's what we were doing. And, and I had told her how, um, you know, we're looking forward to it and she has the time off and we're, we're, we're going to try to, you know, make it happen kind of thing. And she had asked if someone in the pipe community that she knows was going to be there. And I said, I don't know. Let me ask. So we text, I text them, Hey, you're going to be there. Um, his name's Brian Levine. And I say, uh, get wifed is asking. This is her asking. This is less me. This is all her. Uh, and, and that like really put into perspective how, awesome the pipe smoking community is is the is the fact that we have get wiped and, I, and of course because we have this like uh you know this show i converse with with a lot of people especially other kind of creators creators tobacconists like i i, I have been afforded that opportunity but, but it's not like it's exclusive right you can anyone here anyone listening can ask <laughs> send him a message on at pipes magazine radio <laughs> you know ask True. him if he's going and he'll answer it on his show kind of thing but, but that was very special, you know, and it was that realization when I told her, and it was really from her end where I was like, the fact that we have friends in the pipe community is mm. like real genuine friends. You know, I know anyone listening would have like such a good conversation with me that I can't have at work, that I can't have with my friends that are outside of work, that I can't have with my neighbors, you know, the, the, the bonds that we all have with just from pipe smoking uh, is is quite fascinating. And it's 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 something I'm very, very thankful for. Um, you know, I I just mentioned it just a moment ago. I only really listen to 
the Pipe Smoking Podcast. And, and the reason being, man, is just because I'm just, I love it. I love everything about it. And a lot of that is the community aspect. It's, I was telling Get Wife, like we, I know for a fact we could go to a show and have a conversation with anyone. And, and generally speaking, it would be one of the most enjoyable conversations uh, we've, we've had in, in quite some time. And, and it could be not about pipes because guess what? She smokes zero pipes and, you know, she's probably had a total of seven puffs in her entire life out of the many shows she's been to. And I don't know, man, I am, I am very thankful for that. I'm very thankful for the listeners who, who write into the show for the, for the listeners who don't write into the show for the listeners who've never even contacted me. Uh, I, I still know at the end of the day, if we were to have a conversation, it would be, it'd be very endearing and it would be very meaningful and, you know, it would just be awesome. It would be so awesome. And it's something that I find that I lack in my everyday life. And that's why I'm such a huge proponent of our uh, Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club kind of thing. This little Discord app. If for the for the folks who aren't super technically inclined, it's it's it might be worth checking out. I'm trying to I, I do owe you guys a, a YouTube video on how how to work the damn thing, how to set it up. But but like you know, I could just go on there at any given time and I could jump into a voice chat. And I know folks would jump in and, and I don't say that because it's like, oh, of course, you know, it's, you're, you're the owner of the thing, you know, people listen to you. But no, I go in there so, so rarely and I, I, I get in there so rarely that people are, are threatening to boycott the listening to the yeah, show they are. Until, we, until we start going back in, did, which I did actually Did you hear support. about that? Yeah, did I did. You, did I? I, I, watched, um, I watched uh, Kirk's video. Yeah. <laughs> And I support that. I totally support that. I do too. I do too. But, but my point is that that chat, little voice chat thing, uh, is, is used on a daily basis, uh, whether it's at night yeah. or during the day. Some folks will join during the day. And you know, two folks who've never heard of each other, never talked to each other, have a great conversation for 20, 30 minutes while one's you know, uh, reaming a pipe and the other one's driving to work kind of thing. And that, that's, that's yeah. how it is. And I don't know, man. I just, I was telling, I was telling my wife, I was just like, there's, there's something and I don't want to get all cliche and, and, and like, oh, of, uh, yeah, there's something special, but there is, there really is something special about pipe smokers and, and pipe people, yeah. um, at least the ones that are, are in the community, the ones that are going to shows, the ones that are listening to podcasts, the ones that are on the forums, um, you know, with an asterisk on the forum, you you post a tobacco, yeah. you know, oh, new release, and you're going to get a lot of people to get mad at it. But yeah, I don't know. So yeah. I, I think, and that's it's so true. Like I, I often talk to producer wife as well about the gen, like not the genesis, but like how get piped, and especially the podcast has come to be. And when I talk to other people about it, it's less about the content creation for me. And with folks who've never heard of, heard the heard the podcast and producer wife who doesn't listen but knows all about it, uh, the thing that I am most proud about, and I guess in this case thankful, is the community that we've grown. And you know, a lot of these folks are also involved in other groups, other forums, and stuff like that. But I th there's just something about the Discord you know, our galactic pipe club that we've created that just seems different than everything else. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I don't know if it is because I'm not too involved in many others, but it's just... It is. No, it 100% is. And, and like, to me, 
everything else could go away. And if the community stayed and continued to grow, it'd be like, okay, we did like we did something. And that that to me is especially in this last year and how much it's grown. That's a huge thing that I'm thankful for. Again, though I'm not super involved in every chat and every thing on the um on the Discord, but it it's such a great system that it is its own like self-contained and self-growing system to the point where like you and I could, you know, leave and it would oh, yeah, and it, grow. Oh, 100%. And, yeah. And probably like, better. It's <laughs> in some capacity but it, it's it's just it's like it's a great closed system that just continues to feed itself and grow and provide like you know i'm using like uh planting and, and gardening terms here but it, it has all the right nutrients to just well we have people this great thing what's that what's that process when it rains and then the water goes it in pours. the ground and then it evaporates what's that the, uh, the circle water of life cycle? kind of thing is it the, yeah the water cycle but what's that process when it, <laughs> when it goes back up into the clouds and creates uh, clouds like what is that called there's what's that step yeah there's there's perspiration to evaporation evaporation to there condensation we go. Yeah, yeah yeah evaporation is the word I think I even said when it evaporates I, I don't know uh, but there's like a little bit of evaporation going on where people are coming into this makes no sense people are coming into <laughs> the, the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club <laughs> and they have no fucking clue who I am or you are. They've never seen a YouTube video. They've never seen uh, the listen to the podcast. They're like that. That is, I don't want, there's a, there's a, a strong number of folks who have no idea what this is or what we do here. Um, and that's fine. Just like there's so many listeners who aren't a part of that, which is also fine. Right. But it, but you, you bring up a good point where we could totally be gone and it would, it would just be its own, system and it is and it, it really is quite quite sweet um but yeah man it's it's been something that i've uh you know thought a lot about um but but honestly just just outside of the discord and and even just the the, the get pipe community when, when we talk about the listeners of the podcast and the viewers of the the youtube channel kind of thing it's just it's just the show as a whole the whole the show is like the pipe smoking people the pipes, the pipe tobacconists, the the pipe makers, the pipe redeemer, redeem the redeemers, uh, rejuvenators, <laughs> the you know the restores is the word I'm looking for. Um, you know the leather workers, the metal workers for the tampers. I don't know all of them. You know it's just they're all so awesome. The whole thing is so awesome, and like I, I I'm getting to a point where I've invited um, loosely invited two people who are not pipe smokers two pipe smoking events um, just because I want them to see how cool it is. And it's not like, Oh, I get my admission off. If I invite a friend, that's not how that works. I like, I have no interest in having someone come that isn't a pipe smoker other than the fact that I think they will enjoy it, whether they buy a pipe or not, or smoke a pipe or not. Mm. Like my end goal, honestly, that's a good point. Like this, I'm kind of real. We're kind of getting into episode 100 chat, but like, I feel like, the point of this, this, this all started as a, I, I really should be reserving this for, for episode hundred, but, but a lot okay, of this save start, it. Stop, stop, no, no, stop. no, 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 no. I gotta no. say it. I gotta say it. Um, <laughs> a lot of this started with the YouTube channel mainly. And, and even the podcast was to spread pipe smoking in a weird way. I wanted to spread this hobby. I wanted to keep it alive. I wanted to keep it going. And the goal was to 
to just expand the number of people putting pipes in their mouth and lighting it and smoking it, right? No, it's not funny. That's the truth, man. And, and just, now, it's you got to reset. You got to reset. No, I don't. No, con- I don't. People, it, 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 but, but the but context now, dude, of no, 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 no. Dude, it's a pipe. Get pipe, baby. But now, dude, it's it's totally different. Um, it's it's not about expanding the the amount of smokers it's just it's expanding upon the enjoyment the the people the things that they make the the beautiful works that they make um the conversations the chats about whiskeys and and you know sports and uh, whatever the heck you like you know right. where you're from the cars you drive kind of thing like the the interests you have you know it's just, there's there's just such this crazy collaboration of people that come together and it's freaking awesome. I, I, the 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 power of the word awesome just doesn't have the value that I'm trying to give it anymore. But it is awesome, man. I, I I'm so thankful for it. So so thankful for it. I'm so looking forward to going to more shows. I'm looking forward to you know chatting with more folks. Uh, you know, welcoming more folks who are listening to the to the show. You know, if this is your first episode, you're probably like, "Whoa, what is going on with this oh my guy? He's way too into this." But Nah, man, I'm the I'm the perfect amount of into this. Yeah, it, it it's just the idea of thankfulness is is always on my heart. Like I'm I every day, you know we we get together. You know, it's it's not really like affirmations per se. It's it's definitely more of a, a prayers of thankfulness and stuff like that. And you you often reflect on the day at hand. Like, what are we thankful for for this day? And I feel like there's not much reflection on sort of a whole year of of things and just like even more than that, just this sort of culmination of events and history that is the podcast, that's YouTube, that's our pipe club, that's everything. And when you get into it, when I break it down, there's just, there's numerous things that, you know, I'm thankful for that we are, that we often talk about opportunities that we have had, not only amongst ourselves, but with other people, with the community. And it's especially pertinent, you know, to those. And and I often think about those who don't always have the community or haven't had the community until this point. And, you know, bringing people in, letting them, you know, pipe as they please and stuff like that. That's that's kind of you know going diving deep more into that. That's what I'm thankful for, and and having everyone that's listening, especially those who may not have you know family or friends or just kind of that support structure that you know some of us are 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 lucky to have. Well, you got it here. You got it with the Get Pipe Podcast. You got it with the Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club. We're one big family at this point, and we got your back. So, yeah, I just kind of wanted to put that out there. I know Thanksgiving time frame, the holidays can be a hard time for a lot of people whether they've lost someone or, you know, there's all kinds of things that happen. Uh, we all know them. And, yeah, so I just want to put that out there. Let everyone know you got a place here. Oh, hell yeah, man. Thanks for sharing that. I appreciate just, dude, I'm also thankful for this. You know, just, you know, mics off kind of thing. You know, just, you know, we just chat every day kind of thing outside of the recording sessions that we do, you know, once a week or whatever. 
Um, but but I hope you guys were thankful for the little. I know Kevin was <laughs> for uh, the, the the Norman Rockwell edition of, of Smoke War. Um, you know, there there was a lot more we can talk about. There's many of his paintings that we could talk about that has has pipes. Uh, the only thing I could find, you know, this this is all this is all this is the fantasification, fantastification, the fantasizing, the fantasies. I'm hoping you jump in by now and say what the correct word is, but you're just kind of letting it go on and people are like, whoa, why is this still happening? And you're still just sitting there moving that little hair on your beard. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is just too great at this point. What is oh, the word? Fantasis? Fantification. Fan- 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 oh, you can't do it either. No one can do it. Everyone's yeah, you're, trying to say it right now, but they can't either. What is it? Fantification. Gosh, darn. I think we're just making these Fan- don't exist. Okay. Fanta. When you add fantasy to content, that's the get right. piped way, baby. Uh, and this was a good way to do it, man. Um, the only thing I could find, there is actually a, a pipe tobacco um, called Norman Rockwell, um, but that is not what Norman Rockwell smoked. I could not actually find um, what he smoked. In terms of tobacco, I, he just looks like a Burley guy. He's got to be, especially back in the day, man, when Burley was, you know, probably cheap Burley, but Burley was around. Uh, yeah, I just I, I couldn't find it, but I believe I was reading an article and they said at the Norman Rockwell Museum uh, they have a uh, like a little thing or something, some kind of exhibit. Maybe they have his pipe, but I guess they had said that he was a big fan of. Uh, his his Dunhill pipe. So I think he was a smoker mm. of Dunhill pipes. That lines up with the times. Even if it was today, it would still line up with the times kind of thing. They are a very prolific uh, pipe company. If you're a big Norman Rockwell guy, go ahead and get yourself a Dunhill pipe. Uh, but the the Norman Rockwell um, tobacco, it's called the Norman Rockwell portrait. Uh, that is more of a tribute. That That is not something that <laughs> existed. Uh, but it is a Burley. So I would, that's kind of where I got the idea that um, you know, it's a sweeter burly, but probably where um, that that idea kind of came from. Then he's he's probably a burly guy. Um, so yeah. Anyway, so Norman Rockwell, we'll we'll see in probably a couple, maybe two, three hundred episodes. But it's been <laughs> a lot of fun, Kev. You're welcome. Uh, but all of you guys, thanks so freaking much for listening to our long rabbit bowly holy chat. Um, of, of, of thankfulness and, and again we, we do truly appreciate you guys for, for listening every week or you know every other week whatever it is whatever your gig is we're, we're big fans of it so thank you guys so much let's do some segments Segments, segments. Let's go. We got two today. We got some over under. All those are pipe smoking related. And then we got a little bit of Thanksgiving this or that. But before we get into this or that, let's get into this, which is over under. And we got three submissions, as always today, all related to pipe smoking. The first one is from Pastor Joda. Our good friend, he asked, Bic Easy Reach Lighters, overrated or underrated? 
Okay, the big easy reach lighters. Those are the the lighters with a like a long snoot. I think of those like a <laughs> anteater. You know, the anteaters of of lighters. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, they don't bend, but they are. You know, that's a little extension. Um, I would say underrated in terms of pipe smoking, actually, and candle lighting. If you're into lighting candles around the house, true. Too many times have I tried to do it with like a regular bic, and it's just, just miserable. Um, but sometimes of the like 15 long, long candle lighters I have, I just can't find them. But this would be would be great because I could also do this and my pipe. There has been times when I tried lighting a pipe with a candle lighter very very accurately rated because it's horrible um but but with the uh easy reach candle lighters man yeah dude dude yeah i'd say very underrated go go get i might order a pack the the advertising on it is extremely interesting what do they say like for lighting candles and more and much more it's like yeah yeah the it, candles it has like, snoop dog as the Snoop Dogg, and then was it Willie Nelson? I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are they Great like? Advertising. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just it's 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 just long enough to where it's not an inconvenience. Yeah, um, yeah. So it it just gives you that little bit of an extra like pinpoint to right. to to save your your thumb from being burned. I think they're cool. Yeah, it's funny. It's good. I would say that's good advertising. Just the way like. Uh, was it Pedialyte transition from being about children and like hydrating children to like, oh, have this after to college kids on your night out? Anyways, yeah, yeah, that's good branding. They know what the marketing is. Uh, yeah. Number two, this is from our good friend Samaritan. Ooh, we got the, we got the two big dolls. Yeah, the duo. Past the duo. We got uh, having a pipe and or tobacco that is only smoked at certain times or dates of the year. We kind of touched on this a little have, bit yeah. last it's week. It's probably what the inspiration was. Um, yeah. I would say, oh, I want to say overrated because I don't like how I'm that way. But, but yeah, also properly rated, but also underrated. <laughs> so rated. So it's rated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go underrated. Uh, I, I like... I like, like, I am very much looking for, I, at one point, in the, I'm pretty, pretty sure during the podcast said three, not very, 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 very long time ago, three nuns is one of my favorite tobaccos and it is, but I only smoke it kind of during the Christmas time. I don't know why there's something about the way the dark fire, uh, and I'm team new. We've talked about this too. I'm, I'm team new three nuns and three nuns and new right. of the last 20 years, but, but it, the, the dark fire has this very pine flavor to me like a very christmas tree pine um that that just makes me feel all warm and cozy on a you know winter's night waiting for santa to come down the chimney so i, I really do enjoy three nuns um in you know the december yeah, january time frame and i'm looking forward to it so um if you had like a tobacco like something like maple shadows which i've, I've been raving ranting mm. and raving about um how it i'd like to get so more good. of it it does. And it, do you have a tin? No, I don't have a tin. I got a sample actually Damn. from one of the good friends of the Get Pipe podcast. So, oh, nice. Yeah, it's 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 good stuff. This is this is one that I'm so happy it's not called like Shadows of an Autumn Night, specifically <laughs> the dates of October the 17th through November 4th. 
because I would only smoke it during those days. But since it's right. called Maple Shadows, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll smoke it whenever. Uh, but like like, we, we we talked about this last week. I'm very particular, but no, I think it's cool to 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 dedicate a, a particular blend um, to a particular time or maybe a pipe to a particular event, right? Like my Christmas pipe, you know, makes makes that pipe, I guess. Like my one Christmas Peterson, uh, dude, it's it's a good day. December's a good day to be that Peterson. You know what I mean? Like that that's getting a lot of reps and sets out. Um, and then, you know, sadly I'll put it on the shelf, you know, probably mid January and it's gonna mm. sit there all cold, waiting till the next winter. Um to like, so ironically me. be warmed. Yeah, smoke exactly. Me. But I I'm gonna go with underrated. It makes you look forward to things. Um Yeah. Yeah. All right. And our last one today. It's from a good friend, Average Botanist. They ask, Zippos with designs slash engravings. Ooh, okay. Um, I think definitely, I would say very underrated. And oh. I'm adding a bonus one, regular Zippos overrated. So if you're going to have a Zippo, oh. might as well have a design engraving to make it fun. Um, I've talked about it several times. Our good friend, Stacy. A uh, member of the, you know, Get Pipe community, Get Pipe Galactic, Get Pipe Pipe Club, uh, sent me in a a wonderful Zippo that I use quite often. It's really the only Zippo I use, um, and it has a. Actually, I have another one that um, I have two Zippos. My two primary drivers. Um, I got one from our good friend Larry. Larry, we shout yes. out if you're still out there. Um, it's like a U.S. Army um, engraved kind of has like this little plaque thing on it, uh, and then. Stacy got me this one that has uh, it's a joke where it says a la carte 100% Spanish because that's a direct quote from me. Apparently it's not Spanish. Sue me. Um, but <laughs> yeah, and it's got a little pipe on. It's really, really cute. Uh, also, the I, I just joined this um, Facebook group. Um, remember that? Remember that? Remember that was like a thing? What I just joined this Facebook group. What's it called? Oh, Face, Facebook? You would have no idea. I didn't tell. Oh, oh, you're, okay, yeah, yeah. Was a, That's was the joke, joke you're doing. About, yeah, it was a joke. I didn't catch that because I was like, "Oh, did you, did I tell you?" Because I definitely didn't. Uh, it's <laughs> called PSOI Pipe Smokers of Ireland, and Glenn Whelan at the Peterson Factory told me about it. He's like, "Yeah, it's like a big thing. We do a pipe of the year, you know, like where it's, it's we're all happy Peterson pipe smokers there." Um, but it's really, you know, it's of course it's a Facebook group, so everyone joins it outside of Ireland. Um, no way does. Does Ireland have 10,000 active pipe smokers? But but I joined it just to see what, the, what all the That's hubbub was about. And and they actually just released a, they did like a, they got together to do a little Pipe Smokers of Ireland uh, Zippo lighter. And it is freaking beautiful. So go check this out. The group is called PSOI um, and you'll find it. And man, it is super beautiful. It's the country of Ireland. It's got the Ireland colors and it's got like some, sweet you know font text for uh the lighter itself I'll, I'll post a photo as well um just super super neat but these things are really cool i think they they bring a lot of um you know just personality and it's a good conversation piece especially if you're one to to go to pipe shows or your local pipe store or smoke lounge cigar lounge i think it's fun so i'm, I'm gonna go underrated on those heck yeah that's awesome man well we got one more I snuck in a little bonus here, and this one's not pipe smoking related, but it is from our good friend Stacy that you had uh, you just mentioned, and this is fries on gravy, which is 
interesting. Wait, because fries it's on gravy or gravy on fries? I think it's supposed to be gravy on fries, but it said fries on gravy. So maybe it's a Canadian thing. You know I, what she I mean? probably just means fries, fries and gravy. Fries um, and gravy. Um, this so it might be Canadian for sure because it's definitely not something that's super common here in the, well, in the states. There, there's poutine, isn't that like a state? Yeah, yeah. Well, poutine is not. I mean, poutine has become a thing in the states, yeah. um, but that is also a very. Uh, I think that originated in. It's French, right? It's 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 mm. Quebecian speak kind of thing. Uh, but it's not just gravy. They also sure, have like what, cheese Spanish. curd. No, it's, this one, I, this one for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, cheese curds. Ah, uh, okay. Well, poutine is actually surprisingly huge in New Hampshire. Um, there is uh, like a celebration of like poutine. There's like a poutine festival in, in New Hampshire. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. I forget where, but my my um my. We had never had poutine, and then we had poutine, and I remember I was very, very young, but my mom was, like, raving over it, or she was, I don't know, she couldn't get by the cheese curd. Mom, yeah, mom needs a, to clarify the deal with whether she's in on poutine or out on poutine, but anyway, it's just French fries, you know, U.S. version of French fries, North American version of French fries, <laughs> um, with, uh, well, I guess French fries is French fries everywhere, it's just not... Called. Just call it something else, but fries, chips. you know what it, we're talking about. Anyway, yeah. with uh, what gravy and um, you know, cheese curds. So, but we're talking about just generally if I get some fries, am I going, what's my con? Am I going, are we talking ketchup? Are we talking ranch? Are we talking gravy? Um, you know, uh, this is a hard one. It's it's is so it? good. Yeah, I would say I've never not enjoyed it, but like I've I've never really gone out of my way to get it like i'm never like oh god i just telling you when i go to buffalo wild wings to get ranch with my french fries the french fries are really just a mechanism to deliver the ranch to exactly. my system um so i don't get that with the gravy whereas that would be the opposite like the gravy would just be like oh yeah you know it's a, a good way to make my fries get into my belly um so i guess for that reason i'm gonna go with properly rated yeah it's hmm. if it's your thing it's your thing um Love it. Oh yeah. Well, if you if you got any more if you got any more over unders, go ahead and send them our way. Best way to do that that is our Discord Galactic at Pipe Club. That is a link in the show notes, or send them to show at getpiped.com. our second and final segment today is a little bit of this or that for those who don't know what this or that is this is where adam and i get to choose between two you know topics that are given to us two two choices with a given topic which this week is thanksgiving and uh we get to say whether we we choose this one or that one so let's get right into it the first one we got is regular potatoes or sweet potatoes Oh man, when it, ooh, I'm going to go with regular potatoes in the oh. context of Thanksgiving, man, that's the first, like, I love potato. a good sweet potato, but 
dude, a good potato, a regular white potato, mashed potato, Some butter, yeah. sour cream, yeah. whatever, you know, whatever you put on there. Uh, that's Ooh. always the bigger, because I will normally get both, right? I will have both on the plate. But the bigger when, serving will be. The bigger serving will be, yeah. So yeah, that, that's how I was potato. deciding that one. Um, I'm going to do sweet potato. No, you're not. Yeah, dude. I, I feel like most love... of the time I'm so close to convincing you to go other ways because the way I look at things. Because yeah. you're right. Yeah. You, I am right that you would get a bigger portion of white potatoes. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. Well, how, how are we talking our so. sweet potatoes? Like, my wife makes a sweet potato casserole, which is like not even really sweet potatoes. I mean, I know it's that's 98%. Brown it, but sugar. And... Yeah, sugar, marshmallows, like yeah. syrup. It's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I'm going straight, probably sweet potatoes and butter. And like, it's not a casserole, but there can be some brown sugar or syrup, but it's not like, you know, embedded with it. It would be the same way, you know, you're adding maybe some yeah, cheese just... or sour cream to regular potatoes. Um, but okay. yeah, I'd still go sweet potatoes. I love them. So All good. right. And they're low on the glycemic index so they well okay you know, they're medium they're not low but yeah all right they're medium but they're better than anyways yeah i, I think the science is out on that anyway the, the science is out. all right and the next one is stuffing in the turkey or outside of the turkey and one is called dressing i i believe i forget which one is which but the bready stuff inside the bird or outside the bird? 100 trillion percent out. <laughs> no. Yeah. Ugh. Why would people do that? <laughs> people stuff. The only thing that needs to be stuffed in a turkey is a beer. That's oh, it. Oh, okay. I yeah. did um I did onions, apples and lemon and it came out really well. Okay. That um, sounds wonderful. But, <laughs> it was so good. And it was But like, it sounds way cooler had... to say a beer can than apples, onions and <laughs> Whatever this the is third true. item, I I was so uninterested because it wasn't beer. <laughs> it wasn't beer. Well, <laughs> here here's the thing: stuffing is cooked in the cavity of the turkey. Dressing gets cooked on its own. What is this so, dressing? What are, what are you saying? Dressing is basically what you like, what you just chose. No, 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 no. Just, stuffing. Yeah. Oh, because you're stuffing. No, no, no. Stuffing is yeah. stuffing. And I know. It's wonderful <laughs> whether it's in a box and it's homemade or not. Doesn't matter. Ours was in a bag and we did just bone and broth. It's and it's always so, so good. good. It was like, like there's perfect. nothing wrong. You cannot hate on the like two ninety nine box of stuffing that feeds the entire family. Literally. Yeah, I'm I'm with you one hundred percent. Outside the turkey. If you want it inside your turkey, just put it on it after you carve it and then That's what I'm saying, because I feel like it would just get wicked soggy. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, the amount kind of, of already like, is a soggy thing, but not so. I wouldn't say like. Yeah, it's wild. The amount of drippings and everything that I had after the turkey would not have made the stuffing taste better. Good. Yeah, yeah, literally. So, all right, next one. We got kind of a threefer: oven baked turkey, or deep fried turkey, or a smoked turkey. Okay. This is a hard one. No, it's not. I would say, oh, maybe it is a hard one. It's not for me because I would prefer a deep fried turkey. I don't know oh. if I've ever had that. 
Yeah, I've never had one. I don't I don't know if I've ever had but that. Have you had would a smoked one? Maybe. Like a solid I mean, had, like No, this is maybe yeah. I'm just, I mean I like smoked meats, but I don't yeah. love smoked meats. Mm. You know, like they're good on occasion. So I guess you could argue, oh, Thanksgiving is quite an occasion. I mean, you can't go wrong with an oven baked, but I don't we actually don't love turkey. Uh, growing up, we would do chicken. Same. We would do like a we would normally do a chicken um, for for Thanksgiving. Um, that said, you know I'm I'm a turkey guy. I'll I'll eat any kind of meat uh, for the most part. But yeah, deep fried sounds real good. Um, yeah, but if it I does, could, yeah. What, what do you think? What are you thinking? I, it does sound good. I've never had one, but I have had a smoked turkey. My uh, my parents they don't have it anymore, but they had like a green egg one of the big kind of smokers Mm -hmm. dude it was so good was it it was so good yeah i'm just thinking right now if i had a for my thanksgiving dinner which we will not be having turkey um mainly because i don't want to go through the process of cooking but if i can have someone cook me a turkey which one am i going to pick on you know at the get piped you know households thanksgiving dinner i'd probably be like oh yeah let's try the deep fried one that sounds fun so yeah i'll go smoked it was, okay. I've had it. It's delicious. All right. Second to last one. Host Thanksgiving dinner or go to a family or fr- uh, friend's house for Thanksgiving? That is a good one. Um, it really is. I. Uh, this is this is this is surprisingly tough for me. I, I think I'm going to go with. Mm, let's talk the pros and cons. First thing everyone's thinking about is like, I don't have to clean up. If you're, if I'm, if I'm not hosting, I don't got to cook too much. If I'm not hosting, I don't got to bring, I got to bring one thing if I'm not hosting and you go have fun, you do your thing and you go home. Uh, that is really cool. It's very appealing. And I love like the spreads, but there's something about hosting the family. You know what I mean? When I, and I say the family, I'm talking, whether it's, you know, friends, real family, pipe smokers, whoever it may be, I do enjoy hosting folks. And I, in, in a position, I'm very thankful that the position I'm in to where I, I do have a, a house that's cool. Um, so I would love to to share this space with other folks. So I'm going to go with host. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to say host. Like it, it's such a satisfying feeling and it's very selfish when like, especially when you cook a meal well, it's well done. The sides are great. The turkey's great. Everything's good to go. and you know, everyone's like, oh, I can't get enough or anything. It's a very like self-fulfilling feeling. And self-fulfilling, not selfish. I like I like that word better. Self-fulfilling. Yeah, it is. Dude, There's selfish I, about that. I love, love cooking for people. Like I love having big groups over and just having the whole spread. And yeah, man, it, it's it's such a great feeling. There's something historically in like human history about just coming together at meal times and just being together as families and friends and hosting and all that. So I'm 100% with you hosting the dinner over going somewhere else. And then you get to when you're done, you're done kind of thing. Cause you could, yeah. cause everyone, once they're done and like your the chats are over, they want to leave, but they don't want to like push it. But as the host, I'm on, I'm on board. I'll be like, all right, guys, get the f- out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm not for real, but, Literally. but I mean, kind of, you know, like you, you don't have to worry about driving, you know, you can, 
eat as much as you want, not not have to be like doing the huffing and puffing while you're trying to turn the car on I-89 or whatever. Yeah. All right. Not that you would turn a car one. on a interstate, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last one. I think this is going to be kind of a no brainer, but we got our Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade or our football. And football. Uh, I think it's, yeah, I think it's the Lion who plays Lions and Packers or something. So maybe I'm not a real football fan because I don't really know the answer to that. Um, I know it's the Lions. I think they always play. The Lions yeah. definitely always play. Um, but they started, it used to be the Lions and the Tigers. Maybe the Cowboys. I feel like the Cowboys, you know, America's team. And the Bears. Oh, Lions and the Bears. That's who it plays. Was it? I was doing a joke of the lions and tigers and bears. Oh, and then you actually got to. But then I got to the bears and was like, wait, I think that's right. But this is coming from the guy who does not really like sports that much. Like I love playing sports, but I don't care too much for actual sports. For the folks who are listening to a small chance that you're listening before the football uh, starts at Lions at Green Bay. Oh, okay. So we, you got those two, right? There's also Dallas Cowboys at Washington Commanders. Lame team name. Um, <laughs> and then there is the Seahawks at the 49ers. So I don't think the Bears is nor- in the rotation, mm-hmm. but it okay. historically, I feel like it was Dallas and Lions and Green Bay that wouldn't make sense if it was three teams. So I don't know. It was know, a round robin. Something like that. But those are those are the ones. Apparently there's a Christmas day game. Oh, okay. Or two. Well, Gosh, there's a lot of football yeah. going on. But anyway, I, I dude, the, the parade was never cool to me ever. Um, yeah. not even a little bit. So yeah. If you're there, that'd be cool. Mm, no. I'd if, nah. I'd it's rather normally just, cold and Thanksgiving Day football float. is such a great time for people who aren't fans of football, just because yeah. that's the thing, kind of thing. At least in America, um, you know, just put it on, you know, while you're eating some turkey, or when mainly it's even better when you're done eating and you're just going, you're sitting there, and you know, it's the, the I'm we're I'm we're from New England. I'm a Patriots fan. The Patriots never play. Um, I didn't really get into, you know, I'm not even into. I didn't even know what the teams were, but. Um, yeah, I didn't. When I was a kid, I didn't love watching those teams, but I always thought it was just kind of a a wholesome thing that Americans do is is watch some some good old football and and watch the players, you know, at at, at halftime rip a you know a hunk of turkey, turkey leg. leg off. I always thought that was fun. So yeah, yeah, I uh, I'll go with football. The parades, the it's a gosh darn parade, man. There's not much yeah. to it. So. And I don't even like football. So that just goes to show you how much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> poor parade. There's, there's people who are like hyping up the parade right now. I'm sorry, man. It's just... But it's the same thing every year. The same stuff, the same floats get blown away and the same people are like trying to hold it down and it's the same dancers and everyone's cold. I, I will say. Lips, lip syncing, people singing. Yeah, that said, yeah. I'm not, I don't want to take away from like the creativity and like the the marvel of some of the floats that like that is always actually really cool. But in terms of watching like, Oh, now we're hearing, you know, the commentators say exactly what I'm looking at. And you could argue that's the exact same thing with football, but it's not, maybe it is. Yeah. I don't know. 
But I just, I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, football. Guy hit other football. guy. Oh, yeah, football. <clears throat> Stick a beer in a turkey. Yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. So, Well, that's been our Thanksgiving edition of This or That. If you got any more, we would love it if you sent one topic with five choices, five different choices. doesn't need to be about pipe smoking. can be about anything. Send them to our Discord or to show at getpipe.com. Brother, episode 98 is in the books. Just about will be be done here soon. If people want more get piped, where can they where can they find you? They can find me on youtube.com slash get piped for some of your premiere YTC pipe smoking content, but even better lately has been my Instagram. Uh, I totally want you to go check out the YouTube, but it's there's a little pause on that while we're working some other projects. But uh, Instagram has been a lot of fun. I've been been with all these porch smokes, taking out my camera, you know, giving you my, my thoughts. And I think there's a, a huge, you know, s- gap, rather gap in the the reading and consumption of uh, text in, on Instagram. I think a lot of folks just kind of go for the photos, you know, slap a like and keep moving. Um, but but I actually have been taking notes from some of the other pipe creators who like to share their thoughts with their pipe smokes. And been reading through their descriptions, and it's kind of in, in uh, invigorated me to 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 write more in in terms of uh you know the little form, short form, and that's what the the Instagram is good for. So you can find that at get underscore pipe. But if you follow me, make sure you follow my right hand man, GPP underscore producer guy. Lastly, we've talked about it a couple times throughout the episode, and something I'm very very thankful for is a Galactic Get Pipe Pipe Club, where we have new people joining every single day. Heck yeah. If you follow me on at GPP underscore producer guy, you will have noticed I'm not too active as of late. I'm sorry. I go, it's an ebb and a flow. Don't I don't know sorry. why. Don't, you, you ain't got no. I know. Mean, eh, no. eh, you should I be know. a little sorry. I don't know. Yeah, I'm a little sorry. A little bit. But, but uh, I'm like, no, you go. shouldn't be. Yeah, it's But fine. then I'm like, it's you know, you spot. should. <laughs> I was going to keep it going forever. <laughs> give, give at least, you know, a story every now and then, promote the podcast. But. Don't forget to share this podcast with any and all pipe smokers of new age, old age, middle age, whatever kind of age you got, whatever kind of period in life they are, whether they're down or they're up or they're high or whatever they are, share with them. But don't just share with the men, share with the women and the children too. But Adam, my good friend, get piped. What are your wise words of wisdom this week? I feel like there was a good amount in the episode. So for the folks who skip through the fantasy side of the Get Pipe podcast, I encourage you to go back and actually listen to it. We had a really fun time talking about this one with Norman Rockwell. I want to thank you guys all uh, just for for being a part of this, for you know just, just listening. Just listening every week. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving or for the select few of you who are listening in the morning, man. I uh, hope you guys have a great day. And, and if you have something planned, you know, just... Just have fun. Enjoy it. And if you don't, hey, send me a message. Let's chat for, you know, 20, 30 minutes. Hell, I'll chat with you all damn day. My my, wife's working. I'm going to be hanging out. Um, But yeah, just wanted to to shoot that little bit of an extra gratitude here 
Um, and uh, yeah, be as well. Be thankful for the things you got. Be thankful for the community we're in. Um, it's just, it's, it's very, very special. It's something that uh, a lot of us might take for granted because uh, you know we know the government one day it might be gone. Um, but, but we will we'll hold the line. We will endure as arm in arm as friends of the pipe smoking community. Something I'm very, very thankful for. But I'm off to save the pipe smoking world once again. I'm not sure how I'm going to pull that off. But until then, you have all just been piped. And until the next piping, we are out. Regular potatoes or sweet potatoes? Bro, real quick. I, to, I know I got to give you more. Poutine Fest is in f***ing Merrimack, bro. Wait, what? Yeah. The biggest when? poutine festival in the entire United States is in Merrimack. No way. Is this Anheuser-Busch. No. What? We sold out in one hour when they posted it. And it's, I didn't know it was at Anheuser-Busch. That's crazy. Why had I never heard of that then? I had heard of it like loosely. Like I knew that it existed. That's crazy. Yo, the boys probably would have smashed poutine if we Dude, went, how did we not know about this? How did I know? It that's, was our back door. That's got to that's gotta be an ITG text. Like we got to be like, hey, did you guys know? When are we going to poutine fest? <laughs> Damn. When are we getting that poutine, bro? Um. Anyways, regular potatoes. That's where we're from. I can't get over that. <laughs> uh, anyway.